Hi everyone, welcome to the Game Gravy Rewind podcast. This is Michael speaking, and this is episode 66, and with me today I have Dante and Chris. What's going on everybody? We're three away from that magical number. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, so magical. (laughs) (laughs) So juvenile. Hi guys. Yes. You know, that's how we roll. I like even on the second take of, of starting this po- uh, starting this podcast, we still laugh like children. <laughs> I know. It just sounds so funny. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, it just works. came out of nowhere. Just to be like, hey, that magical number. It's funny the second time. <laughs> um, so this week's podcast is about uh, backlogs. There's a lot of holidays that come up, birthdays, Christmases. Hanukkahs, you name it, they're there. There's a lot of digital online sales. People have been buying up games super cheap. And I think we are going to be talking about how you handle backlogs, um, how big your backlog is, and how you wade your way through it. Um, yeah, especially especially right now. I mean, this week, there were some big, big releases this week. And then at the end of February... And into March, you know, we've got Horizon and the Switch and Mass Effect all yes. coming out within four weeks of each other, too. So, yeah. Uh, and then that, the PSN had the hot sale, and, you know, games were like two ninety nine or three ninety nine or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. less than five bucks. So, for a lot of actually pretty decent titles. Um, yeah. So, it's, it's hard to stay on top of, of things. And I, I mean,. I even got stuff from uh, for Christmas and stuff that I haven't even got to yet, or things for my birthday that I bought for myself that I haven't got to. They're still wrapped in the plastic. Um, it's hard to keep track. Um, who wants to go first? I mean, I'll go first. Yeah, Chris, go. Yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, okay, first, let me go ahead and get, get to my notes here. I actually counted when when uh, you told me about the, what we were going to talk about. I actually mm-hmm. counted my backlog as far as PS4 games. I have 23 on my backlog. Eight of them wow. I have never... I've started and never finished. That's including Watch Dogs 2, um, some, some other games. But the main one is like Watch Dogs 2 and Mafia 3. I started, just never finished. And then um, 20 of those are actually come from from the game deals from whatnot. Um, like I have both Beyond Two Souls and Heavy Rain in there. Even though I've already played those games, I would like to actually play them again. Um, sure. Just Cause Three is in there. Like another game that I started and just never finished. Um, God of War Three, uh, Alien Isolation, the game that you reviewed last yes. year, Mike. Yeah. Um, I have got that. That was actually on one of the deals. It was uh, where it comes with all the DLC. Yep, yep. Got that's that. on my list too, man. That's on my list too. <laughs> and I actually also have The Evil Within. Another game that like scared the bejesus out of me. I just didn't finish. Which is, I'm actually surprised why I'm playing Resident Evil 7 now. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Um, it looks horrifying. Yeah. How I handle it, honestly, um, during slow periods. Like, r- right now, this week, I mean... This week has just been crazy with me playing Resident Evil, and uh, but as far as like any other, how, time, how do you? I mean, how do you organize them? Like, what? How do you know what your backlogs are and what you have and when you got them? Do you just just have them in a stack somewhere, or do you just know? 
I, I just I just know because mainly mainly those my mainly, most of my games are digital games. Hmm. Most of them are because that's the only way I really buy things now is digital. Sure. And we're going to be talking more about that next week on another yes. topic. Yes. But um, nice. Distract nice. away from. That was a really nice plug right there. Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 no, right. Yeah. Um, Keeping content flowing. You know. <laughs> but how I organize it is mainly because of the fact that, like, if I figure out if I'm a game, I know that I want to beat right away. I know I can play through. because I've already played it, I know it's going to take me only like maybe eight to ten hours. Sure. Then I'll go ahead and just burn through it, burn through it real quickly. But if it's always a game that I'm, I'm going to try to like do everything and try to get at least as many trophies as I can and stuff like that. Then I'll just wait until like the summer when nothing's really out, and I'll just complete it. Makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. All right. What about you, Dante? Oh, geez. Um, I as we were as you were talking, I just counted mine up too, which I didn't want to do because I didn't want to know the number. Um, and it's as bad as I thought. It's uh, thirty-three games. Um, Wow. Those are gosh, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's why I told you guys I, w- I wasn't gonna buy Resident Evil or Kingdom Hearts or any of that stuff until uh, down the road. But um, makes sense. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is the thing with my list though is that it, it includes games that I've beaten but want to replay, and then also DLC that I've bought but have not played. That's Ooh. fair. I didn't so, even count that. Holy crap. Yeah, so like I mean, it sounds you know like the number sounds absurd and and it is, um, but uh, there are some there are some games on there that I don't have to have on there. There's some you know DLC that's a lot shorter, um, but my my list has some, you know, juggernauts on it. Like uh, I, I've never finished all the DLC for The Witcher, and I know that'll take me an absurd amount of time. Like uh, all the stuff for Diablo three, all the stuff for um, uh, Skyrim, you know, the, like the remaster of Skyrim, I bought that, bought that, um, like all of the stuff in Fallout that I haven't done, um, things like that. So, you know, the 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 list is daunting, but um, I did do a pretty cool way to organize it, and it was by um, like how much time I thought I would need to do them, and also um, interesting in type of game hmm. too, so I don't get burnt out on like fallout and skyrim because they're, they're similar type games you mm-hmm. know like they're a little bit further away from each other so i don't get burnt out on that type of game like the witcher and skyrim same thing like those are those yeah, are like open world rpgs yeah yeah exactly so uh, so right now i'm working on uncharted 3 which i've already played obviously and and uh um grand theft auto 5 so those are very very dissimilar games um but you know uncharted's a quicker quicker game and, and grand theft auto is you know a monster so you know if i if i can only play for a few like 20 30 minutes i'll pop in uncharted i'll play that and i'll get the hell out of there you know if i have a little more time sure. i'll play grand theft auto hmm, okay makes sense yeah it's stuff that you can easily pick up and go yeah yeah and um i'm sorry xenoblade's in there like right now too so like it's those three games are the the games that i've gone back and forth with yeah, that's a tough one. That's a long game. I and I uh, I sold my Wii U, so I can't play it, but I have it. <laughs> hmm, okay. But it's on my list as well. So one day I will finish it. Um 
Is there anything else, Dante? I mean, there's big game. There, you know, there's big games on there, but I I didn't know that we were going to get into the specifics of of each game. But um, I figured you guys would, and I have like I have a list too of of just like games I I'm going to buy this year too. So I have that reminder of, hey, you know, Horizon's coming out at the end of February, Zelda's coming out in, in early March, Mass Effect's yeah. coming out in in late March. You know, like I need to like ha- I need to get my my crap together and get these games done, uh, at least whittle this list down a little bit. And as much as I want to play Resident Evil, you know, I'm holding off until I will it down a little bit. And then South yeah, Park, too. Like, South Park's supposed to be out relatively soon, too. But they didn't announce a release date for that yet, did they? Yeah, I don't think they did. I thought it maybe it was March, but... They they did say quarter one or whatever. Yeah. Right? Which is I, in quarter one right now. Yeah. Yeah, I just have a placeholder date of March 31st on there, and and we'll see if that even if that comes to fruition yeah. or not. I, I have a feeling it's going to be either beginning mid March. That but, we'll, we'll but see. Well, also it. you remember you got to also remember there's also um, uh, the Tom Clancy's Wildlands game that comes out in March as well. Yes. yes. If yeah. you guys are interested, the Ghost in that. Recon and, game. Yeah, the Ghost Recon game, and then as well yeah. in February. I don't know if you guys are interested in it, but uh, For Honor comes out. And Halo Wars 2 coming out in February. <laughs> I'm not a big Halo saying. Wars fan. That's what but... I'm saying. It's such a tsunami of... We, we had that, that small grace period of yeah. uh, mid-December to mid-January of nothing coming out. You know, being able to play the games you already have. And then this week starts the tsunami. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, it used to be in previous generations where, you know, you really only got big games in the fall. And now I think the industry's done a really good job of spacing those big games out to give people time to play and giving people a different, uh, a large variety of games to play at any time. Yeah, no, I agree. I have about 20 in my list, but, you know, it's it's tough. I even have a couple on Xbox 360. <laughs> you know, I didn't even count my Xbox One games. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I count everything. I mean... Essentially, what I do is I'm I'm a nerd. Uh, I have an Excel sheet, and I kind of put the date that I got the game, the game itself, the type of game, and then I kind of order them in level of uh, of like interest and gameplay type, kind of like how you, how you did Dante, so I don't get burned out on all first person shooters or something like that. Um, but I have like, for instance, like I have Infinite Warfare on there. Um, I have Metal Gear. I haven't played. I haven't played through the whole Metal Gear on PS4. Um, Alien, um, Aliens on there as well too. I have not beaten that game yet, but I was doing a video series on it for a while, and then I just got busy with other videos, so I stopped doing that. But I'm, I'll pick that up again. Um, let's see, Watch Dogs Two is on there. Uh, Lego Dimensions is on there too now. They have so much content in that game, it's hard to get through. Even Battlefield 1, which I love. I still haven't made it through that yet. Um, Neither have I, now that I'm actually thinking about it. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, I think I've only the, the Witcher the, 3. The three uh, stories. Fallout 4. <laughs> so I, I haven't made it through any of those games yet. Um, but, you know, I I intend to. I Like, I, like, I literally just beat... Um, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. So I'm not going to play the Call of Duty right now. I am playing Elder Scrolls Online because that was sitting on my shelf in the plastic and I'm like, let's see what this is about. And it's amazing and I'm like level 20 now on my character and there's so much content and DLC content and just 
the story is super good too so i was just like oh this is fun i'm having a good time um so that's gonna be on my playlist for a while i might as well get my money's worth (laughs) so so then let me ask this question then do you guys play games that are like um that are kind of like your guilty pleasure games it's pretty much that just a waste time because i have mine as far as like with uh madden arc that just I can talk forever about Ark and how I've mine is mine is Destiny, because I've beaten the crap out of that game. But I'm part of a raid group, and we I just go on there and play for hours still with all these people because you're playing with a bunch of friends, right? And we'll just do raids and stuff. Like I literally almost the game's almost platinumed out for me. I'm super close. Um, so yeah, shouldn't be playing it, but I like it, (laughs) so I keep. You know what I mean? I I just keep playing it. I don't know. For, oh. for me, it was like Madden, and then I had uh, 2K, and like, like I said, like Ark. You can yeah. just spend hours in Ark, and it doesn't matter. Oh. The next time you spawn in, your everything that you did will be destroyed. But, you know. Yeah, so it's always keeping you busy. Yeah, you know, I play NHL with my brother a bunch too. That's that's always fun. Um, and it's NHL 16, not 17. I haven't gotten that one yet, so. Well, they do have a sale on it right now on a PlayStation Network. I know I saw that, but I want to get the, I. That's that's for the other podcast, but I don't want to buy it digitally. I'd rather have it the, the disc for big titles like that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because I'm not going to get into it too much. But personally, for me, when I'm buying big titles like that, and I trade in systems or I upgrade and stuff, and I want to have games to trade in to help recuperate those costs instead of gotcha. all living in my digital library and get nothing for it. Gotcha. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's pretty... instance, People bought, like, the, what was it? Like, say, for instance, I know a lot of people who didn't really like, what was that game? The Order 1866. But I liked, was... and I liked that game. But Anthony yeah. hated it. You didn't really like it. Jeff didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, an, I mean that's another game that I started and didn't finish because I was like, what? Dude, it was like a four-hour game, I think. I beat that so quick. Yeah, I know, but like, and like when playing it, I was I was in the mentality of thinking like, I want this to be a good game. I want this to be a good game. I want this to be a good game. But then I got to a point where I was like, this is not a good game, ma'am. I'm just gonna stop right here, and just hope <laughs> that the, like, the rest of the game is fine, and everything will be per- peachy and clean. It's not like I went to it and thinking like, okay, look how fast I, I'm gonna try to beat this as fast as I can, like I did with um, Kanan Lynch two. Kane and Lynch mm. 2, I've beaten less than two hours. Holy crap. Yeah. Are you serious? I, I went through that thing faster than anything because I knew the fact that, like, I knew it was probably going to be short and I wanted to see how short it was going to be. So I rented see, that, it. When we, I kind of went through GameStop that. And I brought it home, that too. played it, and brought it back. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah. But you did, you did it intentionally. Yeah, I did it intentionally. But if I. If I wasn't doing it intentionally, then I'm pretty sure it would take me longer. I just like the world and the environment of of the Order. Like, the environment was cool. Like, the storyline. Um, I like that those type of stories, I guess, that feeling. Right. Um, or the, the style of, of the... Era. Yeah, the, the aesthetics and the environment of that, of that and the backstory and everything was really cool. Um, yeah, it's like Werewolves, Vampires kind of. Yeah. I don't know. They, they did a great job building that game. The, the world the the aesthetics the style the, the style of it mm-hmm. all that and then they just forgot to make the game cool 
Yes. Uh, at least for yeah. me. Uh, and that was my problem with Mafia 3. Like As much as I was looking forward to Mafia 3, um, everything about Mafia 3 is awesome except for the game. Yes. <laughs> like the actual yes. gameplay. Um, and that that was like the that was the game of the fall for me. That was the one I was looking forward to the most was that game, um, and then yeah, it had uh, potential, it just, but you know, broke you know. my heart. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I hear you on the order. Um, there's games like that, that 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 come around that are that are technical showpieces that just don't have the the soul the or chops. the gameplay to work. Um, yeah, I mean, I did like the, I like the stealth options and fun things like that. I I had fun with it, but. I didn't pay full price for the game, and I wouldn't have. It felt like a DLC or like a or showcase demo. To be honest right. with you, I I wish they really blew it out and added way more depth to it, way more depth in the story, and just more levels and more. It was very linear. There was not much exploration you could do. It was very very linear. It was kind of like almost like a Telltale game, but you could probably explore a little bit more in Telltale games. Exactly. <laughs> and how do you think I feel? I paid. The collector's edition price for it, so yeah, I would have been it, mad. Then. It's, it's still I, burning I, inside me. Each time I look at the statue for it, like I think the deal I got was I, I got it all for thirty bucks, I think. So to me, it was worth the thirty bucks, but not sixty. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't want to like uh, give them a free pass or anything, but I mean that studio went from a couple of God of War PSP games into a giant showpiece for the ps4 yeah i mean that, yeah. that's, a, that's a pretty big jump um so i really hope i don't know what they're working on right now i really hope that they take what they learned from that game and uh and give us something that that has a little more meat to the bones because i i really like their style of development uh, yeah I, I agree we'll see but i agree i mean, you know what else i'm excited for what's up that marvel game yes <laughs> yeah um if anybody doesn't know today is today is january 26th and as of today marvel and square uh announced their partnership to work on games together yes and the yes, first yes. game is an avengers game made by crystal dynamics and idos montreal the guys that made rise of the tomb raider and deus ex now do you think now, do you think that the fact that the, the Crystal Dynamics break up into two teams, or maybe they're working on a Tomb Raider sequel, or they just they just give up on Tomb Raider and just solely working on the Marvel with Marvel? Yeah, I think we have a situation kind of like uh, kind of like how WB did with Rocksteady, where yeah. somebody else worked on Batman uh, Arkham Origins, and uh, they were they worked on something else, and maybe they'll come back to Tomb Raider. Those mm-hmm. two games are so fantastic um they're two of my fa- my favorite games of the last five six years and um it's on my list my backlog list <laughs> which one uh like rise or both of them oh no um tomb raider oh okay yeah that's what that's what i'm saying the remake or rise of the tomb raider oh rise of the Tomb. like okay. the, the the new remake and rise of the tomb raider i haven't played okay. one or two. Oh, oh well, okay the, the remake is awesome and i rise of tomb raiders on my backlog <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those yeah. are those are both um, very good games. Um, they have a lot of Metroid really Prime. Cheap. Yeah, they have a lot of Metroid Prime in them. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I love them so much. But uh, dude, like that that pairing is 
that that's so great that they're putting those those studios into a Marvel game. Uh, we just haven't had good licensed games from them in a really long time. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm sure they're probably scared of messing it up and don't want to ruin the franchise. And Disney's really picky, so uh, they got a good fit. Yeah, with between Insomniac working on Spider-Man and these guys working on the Avengers, uh, they picked some really good partners to work on, work on their stuff. And I think yeah. Chris made a point, uh, made a really good point on uh, on the Facebook group about how WB has done such a better job with their bat with the Batman Arkham games and Injustice yeah. that uh, Marvel has a little catching up to do uh, yeah. on their video game side. Well, they, I mean, they will always have Lego, but it's not as... To me, isn't yeah. it's, it's no Batman Arkham City or Night. Well, Night wasn't really critically received that well, but um, yeah, I don't want to say City or even... What was, what was the first one? Asylum. Yeah, Asylum was the first one. Interesting. You know, I, I just realized, I don't think I asked you, Dante, uh, for your backlogs, do you write them down, log it? What do you do with yours? I have a, a list on my phone. So, oh, okay. So you do have a digital list, too, like me. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't excel it or anything with date of purchase and all that stuff. I didn't go full nerd. But, I'm curious uh, what, what um, some of our listeners do. I think Google Doc would be a really good one, too. Because it's free, yeah. tied to your Gmail. You yeah, can so always you can access, access it from your phone. Yeah, that's a smart way to do it. Yeah, guys, a bunch of nerds. Whatever. I agree. Hey, you gotta I know. Agree. Chris just wings it. He's like, "Yeah, I got a bunch of games I need to play. <laughs> I guess I should just look at my games and just know." <laughs> well, I yeah, mean... for me, I had to do it. I, I had to do it this way, otherwise, I, I would be very unorganized. Yeah, um, me too. Just with well, a, for me, I look at it the fact of like, okay, do do I want to play this game now? How many? How many games can I fit on my system right now, downloading on my system right now? Okay. Now, when during the time of day or whatever, I'd be like, okay, maybe I want to play that game right now. Play through a little bit, then stop, then go to another game, stop, then maybe my smart friends get on, we jump on 2K or something, and then I'll play like a mindless game that I don't really care about for a little bit, and then whatever it would be. As long as it's not a story-centric game, I'm fine. I'll... Makes sense. Yeah. That... That actually, that that actually brings up a really good point. Um, I like the way you do that. I, I I guess does your backlog ever um, stop you from just popping on a game to just have fun with it and uh, and just play something just for the fun of it as opposed to you know you're playing like if Chris is playing 2K or Madden and and you just think oh man I have four games I need to be playing right now. I mean. I mean, I always have that in the back of my head as far as, like, the fact when my friends get on, they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, you know you have these games you need to go through. You bought them. You paid money for them. But yet you're sitting here playing the same game for, like, you've played with these guys for hours and hours upon time. But, I mean, you can't, ex- I don't know. You, for them, you got to think about, like, if you're going to talk about, like, um, springtime talking to your friends or missing jokes and stuff like that it's like oh yeah we had this we did this happened that happened that happened or you can miss the fact of like dang that was a really good game or dang why the heck did i play this game instead of being (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh i do i do try to get into if i'm playing something like like when mike or uh or eddie are playing destiny 
you know, I, I've tried to pop into a, a group chat with them and talk to them while they're while they're playing Destiny, and I'm playing something else. Uh, that's something that I that I enjoy. We can still talk and, and yeah. hang out, you know, over chat and all that stuff without having to, with me me having to play Destiny. So that's one thing that I enjoy about that. But, yeah, I do. I do like social features on there. I think that's that's an important part of gaming is connecting with your friends and hanging out while you're playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I catch myself sometimes, uh, especially with games that I've already played, or um, if I if I just want to pop in Resigun for a little while, I, you know, I, I'm playing that for 20, 30 minutes. You're like, oh, you know, I, my time is limited. I could have used those thirty minutes on The Witcher or Xenoblade or yeah. But I I have a, a apprehensiveness to do that because then you get sucked into it and you want to do more and more, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, crap, I gotta go, but I don't want to, exactly. and like. I, I don't like to halfway plow through. I don't like to eat content like in small chunks like that, like ultra small chunks. I'd rather just be able to sit there for an hour and enjoy like one storyline or something like that and then turn it off, you yeah. know, that way you remember it. That's actually how I'm playing Resident Evil right now, to be honest. It was like by chapter? I, by, by ch- no, actually, to be honest, there's not even freaking chapters in this game. I just play really? it by save points. <laughs> That's smart. Then there's no chapters. There, no, 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 no. That like literally, you're walking through this house, getting scared, and like as soon as you get to a save point and you save, and then that's when I just be like, okay, I'm done. Or if the fact offer like I know I'm not going to another game, I'll leave my PlayStation in rest mode and then I come back to come back to it when I turn it back on. Hmm. Okay. But like when you when you leave and you don't save, oh, you're starting back from your save point. Oh gosh, that doesn't seem like a good intuitive system. Well, they're going back to how the old Resident Evil games were. I'm assuming. Because yeah, well, know, that's I, how they were, and they were annoying. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's how they're going back to it. But like each time when you die, when you die from like one of the one of the crazy people, and these people are crazy. Uh, but uh, when you die from one of them, then you re- return back from the, the encounter that you had with them, which is which is weird. Also, huh. the first initial load times for that game freaking suck. They're like Well, it sounds like the game is so dynamic, it's got a lot of stuff to load. It has a, it has a lot to load, don't get me wrong. It has a ton to load. And when you first start out, when you first pop in the game, it is really weird because you're outside the house and it doesn't look as graphically as good as it could look. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't really spend that much time on the outside part of the house. But when you go inside, everything is detailed. Everything has... The amount of detail inside the house is like crazy. It's just that the first initial when you're outside and you're going up to the house is just really weird. And it doesn't. Can I ask a dumb question? What's up? Um, I know this game is a little different, but is there still any tie to Umbrella Corporation in this game? I have not seen any, to be honest. Because it kind of feels like one of those Rob Zombie movies that I absolutely disliked, but a lot of people hate. A lot of people um walked out of the movie theater like the. House of a Thousand Corpses kind of yeah. type, type of deal, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I understand. It kind of feels like a it kind of feels like a game movie like that instead of like a the Umbrella Corporation experiment that someone walked in on. Like that's the one reason why mainly why I loved Resident Evil is because there's this weird, sinister, secretive corporation doing things, and you're uncovering some of their secret plans that you're not supposed to. Honestly, you know, in the process, seeing some gruesome, crazy things. 
Honestly, know? what I have, what it feels like to me while playing this game, it feels like the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, that's I get that feeling. I get that feeling too. It's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like being mauled by some family. I, I don't know. Like I want to know what the tie in it. Why is it Resident Evil? It, I, I don't know because the fact that these these family members are freaking crazy and they will keep coming after you no matter no, I what get you that. do. <laughs> it's a horror. It's like a horror game, but it's like it it's almost kind of just reminds me of the craziness of Silent Hills. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like. There's at least a plot line of story of why it's happening. Uh, yes, you had, but for that you need to like pick up as far as like many as many notes as many pictures that have like um, some story elements on the back of it. All these different, okay. pretty much the main story is okay, your name is Ethan and you're going to try to find your wife who has been missing for about three years, and you've got this strange cryptic message saying the fact like she's at this house. Or whatever, and mm. you need to come, come get her. So the guy, Ethan goes there, and everything, and he meets this family inside this crazy house. But first, he meets his wife, and then turns out that she's not all she's she's not all there in the head. And yeah, not, and then you meet this family. So it's like a horror movie. Yeah, it's exactly like a horror movie. Is and like when you get to the table. The family t- family meeting table, where you see the other family members, and like where you s- pretty much this is no spoiler. You see it in trailers, you've seen it in pictures, you've seen it everywhere. And th- you're tied to this chair, and you just can't move. And I mm-hmm. imagine how this going to be. This is going to be in VR, which is going to be freaking creepy and cr- crazy. And you're seeing all this happening before you, and it's like, holy crap, where the heck am I? You guys yeah. are not zombies. You guys are not like human because clearly if i shoot at you if i hit you with a with a hatchet or whatever you're not gonna die but yet you coming at me for god knows reason why mm-hmm. and there's other things that happen in the game which i'm not gonna spoil that make you question the fact like how does this tie in but you know that um but you hear that you know the word biohazard is in the game so mm, okay, how does everything tie in? I have not yet discovered. Yeah, because this, because uh, like, uh, would this? Why did they say Resident Evil Seven? You know, if it has nothing to do with the franchise, I have so, no idea. Yeah, maybe. It's, so we'll, let me know later. <laughs> yeah, I will. Maybe it's maybe it's the fact that like they saw PT and they were like, "Oh my gosh, we need to make we a need game just like that." <laughs> Right. Does it feel does it feel like it's almost a reactionary thing between uh between what Silent Hill was gonna be and Outlast and yes. Gone Home, games like that? Yes, definitely. Okay. And it, it just just to get away from um how poorly received six was? Yes. It the like it is very like it six is was very in Tokyo, exactly right? Like it's very PT esque and like if people you miss PT, you wanted Silent Hills, you wanted that element of scary game to, to come out. Resident Evil Seven Biohazard is your game. Mm. Done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, six was it did take place in Japan. Five and six were terrible. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed five for what it was. Uh, 
maybe it was just the co-op and i had a great time in co-op but i that that's what it was for me i had i had a blast with five just because i could play with my brother and we went through the whole story a couple times doing different you know, trying different things and different tactics and weapons and stuff i don't know i yeah, enjoyed that punching one that boulder though was <laughs> i totally agree with six six was uh it was pretty rough yeah yeah then six sure. was just like what it was like four storylines all into one was it four? yes yeah yeah that's about three or four i think yeah because like at the end of the third one you unlock the fourth story would you play as a, i forget what's her name yeah i don't remember it wasn't that memorable no i just remember chris redfield and um is it Claire. ada wong was in that one Yes, Ada. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Went through her its last storyline. Well, that's pretty much yeah. That's pretty much all I had for this podcast today, guys. Ooh. You have anything else you want to add to it? Nope. Uh, just I would be on the lookout for uh, for a feature I'm going to do for um, Square developers and Marvel properties to pair them up. So cool. I'll have like my own little. Um, fantasy matchups for each one of those Ooh, that sounds fun that should be interesting yeah, yeah. keep an eye on that and then let us know um if you're listening let it come to the forums over on facebook our, our facebook community page let us know what you do for your uh, backlogs how you keep track of them we're curious because we can make a list later on and write a little article about that and mention you in it and that's pretty much it all right guys thanks for listening and tune in next week for more <laughs> see you later guys Later. Bye.